Hi there, and welcome to The Works. I'm Ben Peltier. And I'm Ben Che. In this week's show, we have a double treat for lovers of string instruments. For one thing, we're going to be talking to one of classical music's most respected quartets, the Emerson Quartet. They were recently performing at the Grand Hall of the Hong Kong University's brand new Li Shaoqi Lecture Center. In our studio, we'll have music from the artist associate with the Hong Kong Sinfonietta for the 2013-2014 season, cellist Wendy Law. In visual arts, we take a look at the first Hong Kong exhibition of paintings by Jean-Michel Basquiat at the Gagosian Gallery. First, though, this weekend, the works set out to film an art exhibition that we thought would be celebrating a balance of urban and country life. What actually happened there was considerably less harmonious. The exhibition, I Love My Family, Urban and Rural Life, focusing on Hong Kong's agricultural villages, was planned to be the first art exhibition on rural life in a local shopping mall. Initiated by the YMCA Arts in Education project and supported by SinoArt and Toon Moon Town Plaza, its stated aim was to give the public a greater understanding of their environment and land. But it ended badly when staff of the developer wanted to take down paintings by Siu Hak that featured captions on the conflicts between urban and rural life. The captions may have touched a nerve with Sino property due to the controversy over proposals to develop the Northeast New Territories. The exhibition opening, planned to be attended by media and villagers, was scheduled for last Sunday. It was cancelled at the last moment. The show was over before it had begun. The planned exhibition was one of many events organized by the YMCA Arts Program aimed at raising public awareness of rural life and the environment through art. Others have included music concerts, exhibitions and guided tours of rural villages. Preparations for the show began last year when a group of artists including Wilson Cher, Lam Dongpang, Siu Hak and Kong Ki began accompanying students to various villages in the New Territories. Okay, 
我唔係好習慣嘅，即係嗰個農村嘅環境。但係同時間咧，誒喺嗰個創作入邊咧，你會多咗同我哋溝通，同埋知道咗佢哋嘅生活係點樣樣。藝術其實係表達緊你對成個周圍環境嘅一種一種敏感度，然之後你表達一種你嘅思想咯。咁當中可能會包括就係你點樣睇呢個環境。咁有時一啲可能我哋好欣賞嘅嘢，誒喺呢個社會上面係出現咗。咁你好想透過你嘅作品，將呢啲例如鄉土嘅生活，或者一啲誒農農間嘅生活嘅一啲片段咧，重新再展現翻出嚟。Local-made production, a video group that produced a piece for the exhibition, has spent years documenting village life in the new territories. 即係依家個時代，大家都好慣咗去。睇影像，甚至接收資訊嚟講係影像應該係受歡迎個文字啦。依家已經咁，所以即係用影像，即係譬如誒、呃、聲音畫面加埋一齊，可以更加帶到嗰個環境俾大家咯。即係譬如好似咧，即係譬如我哋做緊嗰啲片嘅時候咧，有好多喺農村嗰個環境，其實佢唔會靜啊，反而你喺城市裏面，你自己匿埋喺屋企，你可能會覺得好靜。但係喺農村咧，隨時都會有狗吠聲啊，有好多雀仔叫聲啊，黃昏嘅時候會有蟬嘅叫啊。感覺係好熱情啊！佢哋俾我感受到，其實好耐已經冇感受過嘅嗰種熱情。誒、呃，就係、是、因為、呃你唔會突然間去到一個陌生人屋企，好好好信任佢，放低任何嘢、呃，或者佢佢又好信任你，你唔會破壞佢屋企任何嘢嘅。講土地，講農村，未必一定係你一定，即係唔係叫你一定要去耕田，叫你住喺農村裏面。我覺得只係一個很好好嘅機會俾我哋啦。又俾其他人都可以一齊去認識多一啲唔同嘅生活方式咯。即係譬如我透過我拍今次嗰啲片，我認識到農村，認識到誒、呃、農夫嘅生活。但係即係然之後就會令到我諗到啊，我嘅生活平時係點？有啲人選擇佢係咁樣過佢嘅生活嘅。Ultimately, though, these can be contentious times at the interface between city and country, commerce and art. While artists may feel they can't honestly avoid the controversies, commercial organisations aren't always willing to help air them. For the exhibition curator, the cancelled show wasn't about taking a side, but putting forward alternative voices. 藝術本身有一種語言咧，有個 language 最好嘅咧，就係佢冇一種叫黑同白、啱同錯，只有你喜歡。同埋佢有一樣嘢就係唔係淨係文字去講嘅，佢會有一種去感動你。而嗰樣嘢咧係靠嗰個作品嘅一啲嘅顏色啊，或者個音樂本身。咁變咗你去接收咗嗰個語言之後，其實嗰樣嘢係好似交翻俾你去用你嘅心同你嘅腦去感動翻、理解翻件事。而唔係好似可能就咁、哎，你要要讀咗呢樣嘢，你就去跟啦咁樣。咁所以變咗藝術嗰件事有一個空間，你喺裏面可以有唔同嘅詮釋咯。咁我覺得呢種空間係而家香港當下大家都好需要。Jean-Michel Basquiat was born in New York City in 1960 to a Haitian father and a Puerto Rican mother.
He left home at 15 and took to the streets, and soon became part of the New York underground scene. He played noise rock music. For a while, he drew graffiti across the walls of downtown Manhattan. In the 80s, he moved on to more traditional painting and soon became critically acclaimed. He collaborated with both Andy Warhol and David Bowie, among others, but his career was short. Basquiat died in 1988 at the age of 27 of a heroin overdose. Until August the 10th, the Gagosian Gallery is featuring the first Hong Kong exhibition of his paintings. Welcome back. On Sunday, the 30th of June, music lovers had the chance to hear one of the most acclaimed classical quartets performing in a brand new Hong Kong venue. They were the Emerson Quartet, who have made more than 30 acclaimed recordings since 1987 and won nine Grammy Awards, including two for Best Classical Album. The venue was the Hong Kong University's new Grand Hall. The Emerson String Quartet was formed in 1976. Based in New York City, they took the name from the American poet and philosopher Ralph Waldo Emerson, whom they believe has a huge influence on many creative thinkers. The quartet has recently had a personnel change. In May 2013, Paul Watkins replaced David Finkel as cellist. I'm actually from Wales, uh, but um, I've, um, I've lived in London for the last 25 years. But my wife, in fact, is a New Yorker. She comes from New York. So I've always had lots of very strong connections uh, to the United States. Um, so actually it was quite natural in a way um, that perhaps we should, we should, our paths should cross as musicians. The Quartet's June 30th concert at the new Hong Kong University Grand Hall was in part an acoustic test for the new structure. They performed works by Haydn, Benjamin Britten and Beethoven. Uh, Haydn, uh, Opus 20, is a rel relatively early uh, set of six quartets. I say relatively, but by this time he had certainly mastered the art of string quartet writing, and it was quite a new art when he practiced it, I and mean, he basically invented that, that genre. Uh, this particular quartet is darker in tone than a lot of the quartets for which he's famous, uh, but it, it has a very warm uh, lyrical slow movement, uh, which counterbalances the urgency of the other movements.
the Britain Quartet was the last piece that he wrote, and it, it incorporates uh, elements from his opera, Death in Venice, which I believe was his last stage work. And uh, I think he probably felt a, a special identification with the protagonist of the story. And the Beethoven Quartet is from his middle period, uh, the first of his three so-called Razumovsky Quartets, which were dedicated to a, a great music lover, an ambassador to Vienna from the Imperial Court of Russia. We are very aware that the hall is best suited for this kind of performance. The acoustics are very bright, they sort of leap off the stage towards the audience. And so we really wanted to show off this, and, and what better way to show it off than have one of the world's finest string quartets to do it for us. So it all worked out very well. It's spectacular. Yeah. Uh, it, it's got beautiful resonance. I think the quality of the wood is, is fabulous. It's, a, I guess, a cherry wood. And uh, what you have is a beautiful quality of sound and the right amount of resonance. And, there's a clarity, we can hear each other well on stage, and it just feel, it feels really great. They've made a beautiful hall here. If I were coming to a concert, I'd want to sit way up in the back and the top, because <laughs> I bet it sounds great there. But it, 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 with a stage that's this big, so you can, you can get a, a full orchestra in here, um, sometimes when you play chamber music in a, in a hall that has a very big stage, it is difficult to hear each other, because you're, not, you're so far away from, uh, from the back of the of the hall of the of the stage that you don't really it's, it's a little bit difficult to hear. This was the third test for the acoustics of the new hall, which is built on the site of a former underground reservoir. Now the area has been turned into an academic and cultural facility, open to staff, students, and public, which can seat an audience of up to one thousand. It does have a very intimate feel to it. Uh, uh, even the, the presenters, the performers themselves, have remarked upon the intimacy. Uh, the sight lines are all very good. The acoustics are really quite brilliant. Someone has said that this is a reservoir for culture in Hong Kong now. And let's see. I hope it is. I hope it, it does become so. I hope it becomes a landmark. We hope that, for example, the Arts Festival, uh, which is held every year, as you know, in Hong Kong in February, March, we hope that they will make use of this venue. We hope it becomes a focal point, particularly in, on a Hong Kong island, in this part of Hong Kong. Throughout the 2013 and 2014 season, cellist Wendy Law is the artist associate with the Hong Kong Sinfonietta. Not only has she appeared as a soloist with renowned orchestras, including the New York Philharmonic and Boston Symphony, she has also performed throughout North America and across the world, and collaborated with musicians ranging from the Borromeo String Quartet to Yo-Yo Ma. Today, she's in our studio. Wendy Law, welcome to the studio. Thanks for having me. You're here in town as, uh, as part of the Sinfonietta Artist-in-Residence program? or Artist-Associate. Artist-Associate. Yeah. And what does that mean exactly? What are you going to be doing here in Hong Kong over this next stretch of time? Well, I'm really excited and honored um, to be selected as the Artist-Associate with the Hong Kong Sinfonietta. And um, this time here in July, I'm performing this Thursday, um, and it's the Beethoven Triple Concerto and is with uh, the concert master of Sinfonietta, uh, James Cud 
Cudford and also um, John Lowe on piano. So it's, it's just an amazing piece of music. It's actually my first time performing it. Um, so it's quite a treat because it's, it's a real mixture of chamber music and also you know, having a role as a soloist. So I'm really excited about it. That, that program sounds very exciting coming up on Thursday. And then you're going to be coming back as well a couple of times later on this year. Right. What uh, will you be doing then? Yeah, in September I'm playing the Tchaikovsky Rococo, um, that, so that would be really nice. So just another month I go back to U.S. and then I come right back. And then in November I'm coming back again, um, and this time I'm bringing my ensemble Classical Jam. Um, actually two members, I'm bringing um, um, Justin Hines on percussion and also flute player Marco Granados. So we'll be doing a mixture of things. Um, we, we're going to be playing some of my music, actually I'm playing this piece called Hong Kong Jam, which I wrote for Classical Jam. Uh, in collaboration with the um, uh, musicians from the Sinfonietta, so that will be really fun. Uh, we'll be doing a lot of um, educational work and also audience development work, which is something that I really believe in, and that's a lot of the stuff that Classical Jam does, and uh, our missions very much aligning with um, Hong Kong Sinfonietta, you know, I, I love what they're doing in terms of their outreach and, you know, really doing a lot of different kinds of concerts for many different people and really diverse programming. So, you know, it's, it's a perfect match, <laughs> I think. Well, three exciting uh, appearances with the Sinfonietta for you coming up this calendar year. Um, what can we convince you to play here in the studio tonight? I'm going to be playing the Beret from Box Suite number three. Excellent. <laughs> Thank you. 